There you go, first day. Hey, boys. Hey, Good morning. Morning. You're stuck at work. 97 too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> survived how are you feeling day one in the books i uh i feel melodramatic is that the right word like <laughs> i'm not as emotional as i am when it's day one it was just this like weird i feel like that's like the opposite of melodramatic damn it well it didn't feel like the first day that's how i feel yeah i would agree it was just weird like the empty hallways and just like being in front of the screen, that was just a it was a strange experience, but we made it through okay, um, so for those of you who are new listeners, which that's everybody, um I'm just gonna tell a little bit more about the school we work at, and so we both work at a school in Colorado Springs. um our student population is about eighty percent free or reduced lunch, and we work around mostly students of color. Um, right now, our school district has a plan to go back in place or to go back in person, rather. But we're online for now. So, for everybody listening right now, let's just talk a little bit about like what the online learning like actually looks like at the school that we're at. Like, do you want to explain a little bit about that? What online learning looks for us is not what I expected it to be. It's set up when I look at it, like an online course for a college, mm-hmm. like I can't imagine yeah. doing it. And I say that because only math and English, English language arts or ELA is live with the teacher every day. If you teach social studies, science, or electives, your teacher will post an assignment. Uh, the platform we use is called Canvas, and you have to complete it every day. But unless you call and request help, you don't speak with that teacher live. I guess the admin did come out and they say that social studies teachers, elective teachers, and science all need to post one 20-minute video a week of them giving instruction. They didn't tell us how to do it, so we're trying to solve that problem, too. Mm -hmm. We'll come up with some good solutions, I think. But, yeah, I think teachers are just really confused, too. We spent a lot of time figuring out how to teach online, and then now, two weeks from now, we'll potentially be back in the classroom with the students. Yeah, and that's, like, super frustrating because we spent, like, I felt like we went through a lot of preparation for the first day of school. Like, like, tell me a little bit more about, like, how you prepared. I think I spent, like, three days uh, come up with an idea, then deleting it, starting over. Yeah, I um, because I doubt I'll be able, usually I teach from colonization of America all the way to Civil War and Reconstruction. If we keep this up and I can only teach 20, 30 minute lessons a day, I'm never going to make that. So I put that aside and got blessing from the administration. And they said, you know, what would you like to do? So I came up with a schedule. Mondays we do current events and grade progress checks. Tuesdays are dedicated to vocabulary and I'm going to use Quizlet.com. Wednesday, we're going to introduce the reading article. They're going to have to take notes and submit their proof of notes to me. Uh, Thursday is a debate slash discussion. And then Friday will be either a practice writing 
and some kind of uh, quiz, check for learning. Having that schedule of what they're going to do every day made it a lot more uh, approachable for me and easy for me to understand what I want to do this year. And do you feel like you're reaching kids that way? Like, did you notice a lot of kids like logging on and doing your work on the first day? So the first day I have 130 kids on my roster and only 46 completed an assignment on day one. Yeah. Yeah, But I mean, based on our experiences last spring, we have to figure out why that is. Um, I know when I did my end of year survey last year, some kids didn't, didn't think it was for a grade. Um, some kids didn't have internet at home. Some kids never knew where to access the work. So I feel like that's a piece we're really going to have to call home, uh, reach out to the community and you know, get the communication out there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So some people might be listening right now and they're teachers and they're wondering like, how was the first day of school going to go for me? I'm super nervous. Um, and I feel like we have the advantage, like living where we live, because we start school so early, so we can kind of give you some insight. Um, John, how are you feeling uh, when you walk through the door? Yeah, so I told you last episode that I didn't feel stressed. I didn't think I was stressed out. Right. Uh, we found out that teachers had problems with equipment, so we were supposed to use these e classes. You know, those if you you've never heard e classes, it's just Really expensive TV that has built-in camera and microphone. It's called a polycam. A polycam? A polycam, yeah. okay. And I guess they had the master schedule that some teachers were supposed to use. And then they grabbed different polycams. So there was that confusion. And a teacher came to my room asking me what to do. And I'm not responsible for any of the polycams because I don't have a live course. But I like, being the person I am, I felt like it was my responsibility to help them fix that. Mm-hmm. so well, that added yeah. stress to my day that was a stress for you it was like dealing with other people's problems yeah because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want but I wanted to help because you know we were 30 minutes from starting and I didn't want kids to be waiting to join a class and there was no class yeah but I was unlike you very anxious when I walked through <laughs> the door I like woke up really early and I was just like wide awake I was like okay like Oh, not me. I slept through my alarm. (laughs) Sleep through your alarm. I slept through the night, which I was actually surprised because normally, like, I think I talked to a bunch of teachers and they're all like, oh, I always have first day of school anxiety. It doesn't matter how long I've been teaching. I'm always I'm always scared. And so I was surprised that I actually slept through the night. But when I woke up, like I was up and then got got to the school and. I just like I don't know I think you can just feel like other people's tension too and I walked and there was this just giant line to take temperatures and so I was just like uh, uh, do I go in do I not do I stay outside and wait for everybody to get their temperature taken and then I forgot to ask for a new mask <laughs> like so just like ready to get out of the, the office and like get out of everybody's way because the office is tiny you know and like yeah and then everybody's like in there trying to get their temperature ch- taken and it I just get I don't know I was frazzled after that
yeah so I found that a lot of students were like just blowing up the comment section I felt like <laughs> I was on like a YouTube live stream and like you know how like the comments just constantly just like yeah yeah that's what I felt like I was overwhelmed at first and I didn't even have as many kids in my session as a lot of other teachers I hear I've heard like some some teachers had like 100 kids nearly 100 kids so yeah because you only have two live lessons a day so if you're in eighth grade like I teach eighth grade so you're math or ELA mm -hmm. right there's two math teachers and there's a total of 200 students so they had to split it up so you have you know, hundreds of, uh, at one chance you have a hundred students popping in to watch your live lesson. So that's why you say it gets like a YouTube channel. Crazy. Yeah, it was just like every like couple minutes. But tell me, like, so your role, you and I both have, because we don't teach live, but we're culture teachers. Well, I teach live, but no. Well, you teach live, yeah. Once a week you do, not twice, every day. Twice a week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. But you don't have, but the other day you're the culture teacher. Yeah, but I also have, yeah, I'm also a culture teacher. I'm, yeah. And also just a smart Alex. So yeah, continue what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel like I'm degrading you? No. Taking you away from your live No, no, no. I just need you to know that I am also a live, a live <laughs> teacher. You can't see me right now, but I'm flipping my hair. No. Okay, so I'm just a little measly uh, post my assignments online teacher. No, so I'm a culture teacher, which means it's kind of like being a co-teacher. I sit in the live lessons with, uh, for me specifically, an ELA teacher. And she will lead the lessons. And then I watch the comment section. And anytime a student raises their hand or writes in a comment, at first I have to try to answer the question in the comments. And if I can't, I defer to the teacher. Um, or if there's a hand raised, uh, then I let the teacher know there's a question going on. That way she can have her screen just explain her slides. But uh, yeah, the comment section, we didn't expect this. We thought kids would just be like quiet and talk or listen. And ask questions but like you said they were just having like their own personal conversations yeah. how was your summer i was like um that even though like students were super overwhelming in the comment section i will say that like a lot of them did their work i had kids like wake up early and do their work i didn't expect anybody to do their work until the live session started but by the time the live session came around i think like 10 kids had already completed their work for the entire week which is one of the things that we realized that we should not do. We should not post the lessons um, in advance because then you have kids who just like will run through it all and be really bored in class. Ten out of so, how many? Um, ten out of like twenty-five. So like forty percent, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah, I debate whether or not. Um, you post it. I see what you're saying because then some kids would just put like a one sentence response and you ask them to write longer. But we know some of our kids that they, they do work for their families, mm -hmm. like they're the construction companies, they're working in the family restaurant, or you know, internet goes in and out. So I don't mind having it on there. It's like let them do it, and I just try to grade it and give comments if you know, give them time to resubmit if they didn't do it right the first time. I agree. Yeah, that's a good point too. We decided that during the live lessons, they're only going to post those during the live session mm -hmm. because students were rushing through the work mm -hmm. the teacher had asked them you know three questions and they only answered one yeah so we had to go back and we commented on those assignments and then told kids to resubmit but that was a victory i mean it was nice to see kids were so motivated and like yeah so they're eager willing to like do their work i'm hoping that 
the motivation sticks in uh, a few weeks. So yeah, it's on us to be the creative teachers and keep it interesting. <sighs> yeah, it'll be easy to fall in that trap. Which... It's just like the same thing over, over and over, like the same generic questions and discussion. <laughs> I know, and like that gets boring after a while, which is one of the things like we want to talk about on this podcast too. Is like, what do you? How do you keep kids? kids engaged yeah what are, what are teachers doing out there that's okay how can you make it engaging we can't lesson? we can't keep playing kahoot we can't i'm so i'm done with kahoot <laughs> i haven't played kahoot yet this year <laughs> i'm probably gonna play it tomorrow so. <laughs> first day of school's dead if you could sum up like what are your three like biggest takeaways from this whole thing. I three big I know my number one. I uh, wish that teachers were had a chance to do a dry run through of how to use the polycams. Um, two and three. Uh, pack a bigger lunch. And then, uh, That's two and three, or just two. It's just two. Okay. I wish I called families on day one. Why? I think, uh, you know, I, I have 130 students. There's no, I don't think I could have called 130. But if, at least I, would, I wish I started calling 10 total. The, the five families for the kids who got in, did their work early, and then five who I didn't hear from just to check in and start that. Because that's what I had started doing today. Uh, it would just help me get that, that task done quicker. I would say... My biggest takeaways from this week are that e-learning, like an e-learning relationship building is hard. I think that was like the first lesson I learned. Um, I do feel like there's like a loss in like the sense of connection too. Like I feel, I felt very disconnected during our, our session. Like we tried to implement all of these different things. Like we tried to do discussions and we tried to like, get to know the kids and have them type in the chat but I still like just like felt very far away and because I was I was far away so the main part of why I became a teacher is gone Mm -hmm. and so I feel like that like and I know why we have to be shut down like I understand the practicalities of that but I am also like yeah this kind of like on a like very selfish level like sucks like I wanted to see everybody's face the second one yeah, I would like more practice with the polycam. We needed, we need like an IT guy in each building. That would be amazing. But, hmm. um, and then the third, thirdly, like, I'm with you, just like the importance of like collaborating and like working together in this time, because had I just been in my own hole, like not conversing, I think this would have been a lot worse. I think it went a lot smoother because we were all talking to one another. All right, I think that's it for today, guys. Um, day one is in the books. Whoop, whoop. If you're on the East Coast or West Coast, wherever, and you haven't started teaching yet, hopefully you're getting some time planning. Shout out to my friend Emily. I know she's getting ready to go back to school in New York. Um, take it one day at a time. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Teaching Unmasked. We'd love you guys to message us with any comments, questions you got so we can uh, talk about them on the podcast.
yeah, we would love to hear your thoughts. All right. Love you guys. Good luck. Bye.